0: Beautiful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. I'm a self love and empowerment coach, and I love working with highly sensitive people and people that have ADHD, people that struggle with people pleasing, it's the empaths, the givers, I love, those are my people because that's also me and I understand the deep feelings that come with living in such a stimulating world when there's so many things going on, so much ideas, so many um, different things that have also been painful and hurtful and you know the topic that I really am going to focus on today is how to navigate when you feel like you're letting yourself down. And so there's definitely roller coaster moments being a highly sensitive person and being a deep feeler. And I want to talk about. Hold on, I got to put my phone away because I've been so easily distracted lately. And you know, a lot of the grace and self-compassion that I've been practicing with myself, I want to share with you. And so, just so you know, I, I I am a human too, and I experience you know the full spectrum of emotions. And you know, we're not here just to have a happy, joyful experience. Well, we're we are here to have a full experience, and that's that's how I view it. And so, instead of looking at emotions being good or bad. you know taking that frame away instead of looking at it in such a black and white of like sad is bad happy is good we remove so much shame to think that we are supposed to be feeling something other than what is true within our body and our mind and our heart you know and my biggest goal is to help you achieve your goals. That's, you know, and uh, the best way that I could do that is by setting my own of what my focus is, so then I'm able to direct my energy towards something that feels meaningful and purposeful and is creating progress and bringing health and wealth and joy and connection into my life. You know, and sometimes we got to stop and take a step back and take a breather and look around and and come to peace and have acceptance with where you are right now. I don't know about you, but the last two years, (laughs) there's been a lot going on. It's 2022 right now. And like I was journaling this morning and really had to just ground in to the present moment of just being like saying the date out loud to myself and taking taking inventory of what's in my life, Like, what is around me right now? What relationships are in my life? What is the status of things? And really directing some appreciation for where I am. Because I know that if I am fighting against what is true, where my mind is saying it shouldn't be like this, it's not supposed to be like this, or I messed up, I shouldn't be in this situation, it's because of an error, or because, you know, I'm not good enough, or I messed up, or I couldn't manage my emotions. Like, whatever the inner critic is. is is trying to say when those emotions come up, we need to move those emotions around. Emotions are energy in motion. And when they get stuck, that is when we really can spiral. And so what's the outlet? How can you process this? Is it like allowing yourself to cry, riding it out, going for a walk? You know, sometimes we have like these maladaptive behaviors that don't actually support us. You know, this is when addictions start coming into place because we're trying to numb the avalanche of emotions, but it's not a conscious decision to numb them. It's actually the, ego trying to protect us from harm, protect us from hurt, protect us from feeling the things that are going to liberate us. And so a practice I did this morning was I was just thinking, I'm like, what are some of those memories over the past two years that I've been hung up on? If you have thoughts that like keep like almost tormenting you, <laughs> haunting you, that just keep popping up, that, that put you down a shame spiral because you wish you could have done something different or you wish someone else would have done something different or it's just a big source of pain, <sighs> take a deep breath, drop your shoulders, and write it out. What were those things? And this is the thing is when you can write it out and look at it, grounding into where you are right now, Knowing what you know right now, are you willing to extend compassion towards yourself? Are you willing to be like freaking Sherlock Holmes and find the silver lining of what are you grateful for because of what you learned through that experience? And I was doing this with myself this morning because there's a couple memories that just kept coming in and it's this, you know, okay, all right, heart, soul, universe, This thought wouldn't keep reoccurring in my mind if there wasn't something here for me. There's something that's trying to be healed. There's something that is trying to be released that I don't need to carry anymore that is interfering with my present moment. Self-forgiveness is so powerful and whenever we feel like we aren't doing our best or we're letting ourselves down, Sometimes it's because we haven't forgiven ourselves from things that have happened in the past that is not even in our control anymore. It's just we're now dealing with the memory of it and it's altered the belief we have about ourselves a belief of limitation that you know we feel like we aren't good enough or we won't figure it out or we don't know what's going on like this state of not knowing the state of not having control and that can be really difficult you know to to have this sense of not knowing but it doesn't have to stay like that it doesn't have to remain this state of unknowing it, it's it's a full acceptance of where you are while inviting in the perspective that you're exactly where you're supposed to be, for the lessons and the experiences you're meant to have in this life, and you have the ability to change things that you don't like. Having disgust towards something is a really powerful way to shift it and like uh, if someone would have told me a couple of years ago like when i first started coaching like disgust is really important i would have been like what no like i i probably bordered on toxic positivity in some ways <laughs> um but i tried to always be real you know i was doing the best that i could you know when i look back at at content from a long time ago and like kind of cringe but like now i i really have so much respect for the feeling of disgust and spite and anger and, you know, the sacredness of rage because it's such this fiery emotion. Because remember, if we're removing the idea that emotions are good or bad and just look at them as their own individual expressions of the life experience, you know, your soul expressing itself through being who you are in this body in this time with this family with these friends with this scenario with you know the circumstances that are in your life i would have really hated the idea a couple of years ago that disgust was such an important part of transformation but it is because there's been times in my life where i was so angry and so disgusted with myself that i decided enough was enough and a change had to happen and maybe disgust is too big of a word, but it was, you know, being sick and tired of being sick and tired or, you know, situ- situations, especially with relationships. Oh my gosh. 2020 was like the year I learned to trust myself with men. It was the year I stopped fearing being a bitch and speaking my mind and calling shit out. And it was so healing, but it it, it was birthed from memories and moments that I like having to process because I was so angry at myself, but the anger that I had towards myself created this sense of like compassion that I had to forgive myself and learn from this after I was able to really like sit with the anger of like, I'm never doing anything like that again. I have to understand what caused that, you know, this impulsive behavior of like wanting to be seen and approved and validated by someone that I didn't even care about and, and, and really checking in with myself and my inner child of what was going on. And in 2020, a situation happened, I kid you not, the guy had the exact same fucking name. So one situation happened, I'll give a fake name. So like the name... Let's just use the name Freddy. So like I meet Freddie, make a mistake, really mad at myself. Couple weeks later, meet another guy. His name's Freddie, And the situation, it wasn't as bad as it was the first time, but I still didn't make myself proud and I was pissed off at myself because I felt like shit after. Felt like shit. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? I'm repeating this. But I noticed there was a slight improvement from the scenario prior, even if it wasn't the outcome that I really wanted from myself because I have high expectations of myself. <laughs> right? And that's the other thing to notice too. The expectations we're placing on ourselves, the expectations you put on yourself the same expectations you have put on your best friend. Would you tell your best friend like it's not success unless it's blank and whatever that criteria is you're putting on yourself. And this is I'm super excited because I have a new program coming out. Well, it is out. It starts really soon. It starts February 22nd, called 90 Day Goals for Sensitive Souls. And we need to learn the practical side of creating a plan for ourselves, so we're not going fucking nuts and getting overwhelmed and feeling anxious and then feeling like we're not doing good enough, because if we don't set the criteria of what does good enough look like today. What, is, what could be the goals for today based off of what my overall plan is? And you know, I, I, I'm walking a bunch of other sensitive souls through a process of really connecting to the heart of what matters to you. What are the needle moving things that can make the biggest change in your life? There's a theory that 20% of our actions create 80% of our results. So what's that 20% for you? And can we narrow our focus and regulate our emotions and be able to get in tune with who we are and what we want to be able to take action and and be able to have so much love and compassion for ourselves in the process? Because oftentimes we only look at things in the lens of approval if it's a gigantic improvement. But that's not reality. What I've discovered within myself and within the hundreds of people I've coached is it's small improvements over time that creates lasting, sustainable, integrated change. And so we have to learn how to celebrate the little moments, the little successes, because over time we start to create this muscle of acknowledgement for ourself from ourself, which creates so much freedom and empowerment because we're not a slave to needing it from other people or other things. And so when we know what we want and what we don't, we can manage our mind. And when we can manage our mind, we can soothe our heart and our soul because we can be able to look at what's in front of us right here, right now, and what's that next step I'm going to take. So in this program that's starting in February, I'm walking a group of people through this goal-setting process. It's 14 weeks, and we meet every week on Zoom, and we go through the energetics, the soulful, the internal work, and the external work. How do you create a schedule and structure for yourself? How are you setting yourself up for success? How are you, what's your relationship with discipline and devotion? And so each week we have a different topic and there's going to be coaching available within that because we're a group and everyone's going to have different goals, but the tactics and how we reach them are going to be the same because we're going to be learning how to pivot when we experience overwhelm, how to actually process those emotions and shift the energy in order to come back to center and start again, how we can use our anxious feeling as a fire to get moving and know when to rest and to have the discernment. And so a lot of the work I've been doing has been around self-love and self-acceptance, And a big part of self-acceptance is accepting the world around you and exactly where you are. Think about like if you're wanting to go on a road trip and you know the destination you want to arrive at, but you don't know where you are right now, how do you create the route? And so we need to be present and connect. And that's what I'm teaching through this program of 90 Day Goals for Sensitive Souls. And so the link is below if you are interested and want to join this founding group. This is the first group. I'm so excited the link is in the show notes below. And so let's talk about, you know, making yourself proud because if you ever feel like you're letting yourself down, first, we need to take a breath, connect to the body, right? Allow yourself to create the feeling with your body that you're trying to create within your mind. If you want your mind to relax, can you relax your body? Um, Something that really helps me with this is the four M's. I've talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it again. Meditation, music, mantras, and movement. So music is a big one for me. I have a morning zen playlist of music that I put on, and just putting the music on helps remind me to relax and breathe and whatever I'm doing, it's so much easier to do it by having the music, you know, so keep that in mind. Um, And then the other part is setting criteria for what it looks like to make yourself proud. And this is literally, I pull out my journal, it's a part of my morning journal practice of What would, what is it going to take for me to feel proud of myself today? And this is where we also need to have discernment of our inner critic. And are we listening to our highest self? Are we speaking to ourselves with love? You know, how critical and, um, Intense are we being with ourselves? And what are the certain conditions? You know, if you haven't been feeling well, then your best is going to look different today than it would another day. And so I encourage you to have self forgiveness and acceptance of the moment. If you ever feel like I should be farther ahead or I shouldn't be having these problems, stop and ask, like, what am I learning from this right now? Because this is happening for me to grow and I am willing to grow. I desire to grow. I'm worthy of feeling great. I'm worthy of amazing relationships. I'm on the path of understanding how to make myself proud of how to follow through and stay committed. I am in the process of regulating my emotions. I am in the process of feeling powerful. I am powerful. I am capable. I can I am capable of focusing on one thing at a time. I am right on time. Right here is exactly where I'm meant to be. There are no mistakes. I am exactly where I'm meant to be. I haven't missed anything. I'm so grateful for the circumstances and the people and everything in my life. I'm so grateful for my body. I'm so grateful for the cells in my body that forever are working for me. I'm so grateful for the blood that pumps through my body. I'm so grateful for my hands that allows me to touch and to create. I'm so grateful for my heart that continues to beat. I'm so grateful for my, my lungs that breathe in and out even when I forget. <sighs> Determine what the criteria is for you to feel proud of yourself and let that be enough your best is going to look different every single day. We are constantly changing and evolving. We have rhythms. We have cycles. Honor where you are and do your best and let it be enough. You are loved. You're capable. (sighs) Sending you so much love and compassion and grace Towards yourself today, okay? Take a moment, put your hand over your heart, feel your heartbeat, and just say thank you, body. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because if you're listening to this, then I know you have your body. And it's something that we can all have a moment of appreciation for, right? Oh, all right. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You podcast. I hope you enjoyed this. If you know someone that has been just being super hard on themselves, beating themselves up send this to them if they need a little pick me up send them a little love all right guys and if you love this episode go ahead and press share you can press share to instagram tag me at kelsey low show i love being able to connect with you if there's other topics you want to hear more about send me a message okay um and again 90 day goals for sensitive souls is starting soon the link is in the show notes if you want to join and um If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm also going to put a 15 minute discovery call link. If you want to talk about your goals and see if the program would be a good fit, or if maybe you're interested in working privately and doing self-love leadership, um, both are available. So information is in the show notes. I hope you have a fabulous day. And again, my name is Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and I'll catch you on the next episode.